Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert, and on this channel we talk Kanye West. And today we're in a we're in a little bit of a rough place. Okay, so Donda, right? LP10. Everybody's wondering what's up with the album uh, because it's been what July 24th was the initial release date. So August, September, October, November, December, January, six months. And we've had people close to Kanye, people who have worked on the album, keep saying it's soon, soon, almost ready, almost done before the end of the year, before the end of the year. And none of that has held up. There's one thing that we know about Kanye's process at this point, if you follow Kanye through any album release, is that he is mercurial by nature and likely to change anything up until the point that an album is released, and even then is still likely to change things, edit things, uh, have additions, subtractions. So at no point in the process is anything guaranteed, whether the information is coming from Kanye, from someone else. He can also have multiple people. Oh, he has so many people working on an album that I feel like information can be conflicting as he tells somebody one thing and they hear one idea versus somebody else hearing a different idea. And just the flow of information can even be confused amongst those as it kind of uh, goes down the line, depending on where it starts. So you hear a lot of conflicting, disparate uh, information and information that can change moment by moment, right? Up until the time something happens. So we're kind of in this rough spot with Donda where as information comes out, it's so hard to rely on it because we know even if it is 100% true at the time, Kanye can change his mind an hour later, a day later, a week later, and suddenly everything's completely different than what it was. So it almost makes going over information like this uh, a little silly in a sense of like, most of the things on here probably won't be true by the time the album comes out. On the other hand, I do think enjoying information like this and discussing it and getting hyped about it is part of the fun. And one of the few things we have to really look forward to as we just wait on Kanye to actually release something. Uh, but one of the funny things is this came out 16 hours ago, right? Uh, Ghost Bubbles posting information that they had heard... Uh, from sources and info, right? Which is all like third hand information, fourth hand information. It's not like Boo giving information to West Sub ever, or Kanye giving information to West Sub ever. Uh, but you can see here that just an hour ago, uh, there was information from somebody else that has connections and sources saying a lot of this stuff isn't true. So we're also in that vein of like, who do you trust? Is any of this reliable? Is only 50% of it reliable? So I think a video like this and just information like this, it's good in terms of hype and just having something in the Kanye fan base to discuss and talk about that's current events, whether it ends up being true or not. And also just part of the hype process and the fun process and something when we do end up looking back on the album, when it finally comes out, we can kind of go back over, remember videos like this, posts like this and be like, how much of that was true? You know, at that time, how much do we think of it was true? And just, I don't know, something in terms of the narrative and the legacy and having it uh, put into uh, the archives, right? For people to kind of look back on. So let's go over the information and then the counter information 
and see where we're at with everything. So Ghost Bubbles writes, new album on the way, Donda is scrapped. What a headline, you know? Uh, scrapped about a week ago, LP10 is currently untitled, and here's where it gets good, <laughs> but could very likely be renamed back to Donda. Yeah. Like, at any time, it could not be Donda, it could be Donda, it could be something different. Ah, ah. Uh, songs that are being kept from Donda, Alien, Hurricanes, I Feel Terrific, Tell the Vision, Off the Grid, which people have wanted Alien and Hurricanes for a long time. Uh, songs that are scrapped, scrapped. Uh, God's Country, Hold the Wine, Donda, Precious, Wake the Dead, In God's Country, Up from the Ashes, Keep My Spirit Alive, and Praise God. Which, not that like, like, title tracks are necessarily important. Like, there's no Jesus title track, there's no college dropout title track, there's no graduation title track. But when you're thinking about the identity of an album, if you have a title track on there and it gets scrapped, that does maybe point to the fact that the identity of the album is changing. So the fact that God's Country, which was the original name that we heard, followed by Donda, is also gone or potentially gone or at least said to be gone would point to a new direction. But... Also, is it the end-all be-all? Sometimes it might be a little too on the nose, so you take it out and the album can still do all the things that you want it to do without needing the title track, right? Like you don't need a late registration title track for late registration to still work as it is. Uh, yep, keep my spirit alive, praise God. Other info, 24 is being re-recorded uh, with Casey Pluto has to be happy about that. <laughs> Donda, Spread Your Wings, features T Grizzly and one other artist. Uh, nearly the same as OG. Nikki wasn't on Donda New Body, which she was on Yandi New Body. Uh, Believe What I Say might drop as a single before the album. I feel like that was considered for Yandi as the outro and for God's Country, but was never made. I don't follow leaks all that often, right? And especially Yandi, it was kind of a similar situation with this. Things were changing so rapidly and so often that at a certain point, I just go into wait and see for the album to actually come out. But I feel like that, is this not the all day like companion song from 2015? Is this a different version of the song, same version of the song? If somebody can please illuminate uh, for me, that would be <laughs> helpful. Thank you. Uh, because right now, it would be strange for that to resurrect for Yandi, and then stranger for it to resurrect on God's Country, right? Huh. Uh, Christ was considered for Donda, uh, Sky City, recorded during Cardi's recent visit to Wyoming, but does not feature him, was considered as a bonus track that would be added onto the album afterwards. I, see, I just don't know how you get information like that at this point, like things have been so non-settled on this album to think that they would know at this point that Sky City would be added like afterward, like St. Pablo. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, Cardi was it on Donna, but will likely appear on LP10. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> uh, Donda, Wake the Dead was complete, featured Victory Boyd and was produced by Pierre Bourne. Uh, Pierre Bourne, someone Kanye has worked with a lot over the last recent years. New album is more kickback and radio friendly, more spiritual than religious. Uh, current statuses of Future Sounds and Jesus is King Part 2 are unknown. <laughs> yeah. 
five new songs have been recorded recently. Yeah, Kanye has been busy. Uh, previously, uh, no, I just assume that Kanye's always busy, but it wouldn't surprise me that more music has been recorded. Uh, previously, unknown songs recorded for Yandi include Wakey Wakey, Home, and Healing. Wakey Wakey does not sound like a Kanye song to me. Like, it's just such a weird title for Kanye to use for his song. Uh, Souls are animated. Me Too is an alternative name for Solaris. I'm way behind on leaks because Solaris is not something I've ever heard before. (laughs) Okay, uh, the song RN was actually titled Rain. Okay, that was something that people thought might be Hurricane, like with the R sound and the N sound and a shortened version of it, but actually titled Rain. Uh, maybe, again, maybe these sources aren't something that you can necessarily always, uh, believe 100% of and take it, uh, as truth. So now here we move to, uh, the source seller comments on latest info dump. And you can see here, uh, thoughts on this. And this is what we just talked about, right? All this info leak a list of scraps safe. So you can see this person uh, saying, Alien hasn't been considered for a while, and it doesn't even feature Pusha. Uh, God, I just got mixed between the ER and the A. Pusha. Pusha T did a reference for it, just like he did for every other song on Donda and even Jick. Uh, so no, Alien is gone, and Pusha just did a reference. It was never on the track. I Feel Terrific has no features right now. Keep My Spirit Alive is not scrapped. Neither is Praise God or In God's Country. Huh, so that's very different. <laughs> Donda Spread Your Wings features T Grizzly and one other artist. Complete BS. Only reason they are saying this is so people don't buy the version which I am selling. T Grizzly isn't even a feature. He just did a reference for it, just like many other people. Yeah, Kanye does get a lot of references, right? And I do see how that could create a lot of confusion in terms of like, oh, this artist's on the song when they just did a reference, right? Like there were rumors Kendrick was on all day, but Kendrick was just doing a reference track for all day. So yeah, you can see how the information can start to get uh, easily misconstrued between people and how much info they have, whether they just heard something and are like, oh, that must be this person on the track versus knowing that it was a reference. And I guess that goes to just how much info someone has or how in they are. Uh, 24 is being re-recorded. Nikki was it on Donda. So this is just stuff from this list, right? From these bullet points. So they take this stuff right here and just say, uh, all fake news. So 24 isn't being re-recorded. Nikki was on New Body on the Donda version. Uh, I feel like that wasn't considered for Yandi uh, or God's Country. Christ was not considered for Donda. Sky City was not recorded during the recent visitor, wasn't going to be added on to the end. Uh, Donda Wake the Dead was complete, so maybe it wasn't complete. And new album is more kickback and radio friendly, more spiritual and religious. Also not true, according to this person here. Uh, People seriously need to stop listening to these sources, and there has been over 20 new songs created since the last track lists. Which, yeah, the last track list that we saw was in July still, right? Like, you can see here, this is back 
six months ago. Here's all three Donda track lists side to side. So Kanye tweeted out the first one and then tweeted out a second one that was just on the computer screen and then tweeted out the different versions on the pieces of paper. And he tweeted one out and then scribbled some, added some, tweeted it again, scribbled some, added some, tweeted it again. <laughs> so we've had like five track lists if you count all of the little edits, but this kind of just does most of them at this point. And you can see that it was a decent number of songs and in total of all of them that have appeared on the track list, a decent number of songs. So the fact that 20 more have been recorded and that, yeah, not all of these are going to make the album. So we're definitely seeing Kanye figuring out, and I think this is maybe more of the info or more of the takeaway. Kanye is trying to figure out what album he wants to make at this point. And I kind of understand that um, because the switch to Jesus is King was a big switch for Kanye. And how do you go forward from there, right? Are you making more just religious albums in that way? Are you making albums that are more autobiographical? And if so, how are you reflecting on where you're at right now? And has enough happened? That's also kind of the major thing. If you've listened to our podcast ever, you know that the position that we hold is the fact that when you look at Kanye's discography, all of his albums are about the period in his life leading up to the album. So the college dropout, what was Kanye doing? He had recently just been living in Chicago, gotten the big break with Jay, and was trying to get signed. And when you look at the college dropout, it starts with him in Chicago, goes into him getting into the music industry, right? After meeting Jay on Never Let Me Down, you get songs of him making music for people on Get Em High, uh, new workout plans, slow jams, breathe in, breathe outs, before he starts doing his own sound and like forging his own path and gets signed on Last Call. You look at late registration. He had enjoyed about a year of fame. Uh, it was a year and a half between college dropout and late registration's release. And a lot of the songs in late registration are Kanye reflecting on his newfound fame and looking back at the life he was living versus the life he has now. Uh, and that leads to songs like Hey Mama, Roses, Addiction, Drive Slow. So Kanye was very much in that mindset. You look at graduation, Kanye, with graduation coming out two years after the success of late registration, had now been famous essentially for three years. He had had two major albums. He just had two years of, oh no, he had been famous for four years at that point, but he had just had two years of really uh, exploring that fame and being like at the highest high, I think, positive wise like now he's even more well known and more successful right but uh, there's more 50 50 in terms of how people feel about kanye or maybe a little bit more negativity than positivity but back then in that 2005 to 2007 period it was almost all pure positivity kanye was a household name a beloved artist even though he was controversial people still mostly liked him rather than disliked him uh, and graduation was him really diving into how fame was starting to morph him and the indulgence of fame and the ego and attitude that he was 
getting from fame, uh, which then led to 808s and Heartbreak, who was right after his mom died and the ending of his relationship. Then you have My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy that's playing off of, in the wake of his mom's passing and in the wake of 808s and Heartbreak, what life was he living? And especially in the wake of the Taylor Swift fiasco, him leaving America and going off on this journey uh, away from home, right? Outside of the country and how did that all affect him uh, at that time? Same kind of thing with Jesus. He starts dating Kim. He starts trying to change his life. He knows that Kim's pregnant, right? She had announced that she was pregnant earlier in, or later in 2013 with North being born uh, in June of 2000. No, 2012, she announced she was pregnant, but North was born in June of 2013. And the album came out that same month, just a few days before or a few days after. So Kanye already knew he was about to be a dad. He already knew he was going to marry Kim, that he was settling down. So you see Yeezus as an album really explore going from the lifestyle of indulgence that we saw in My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy to him trying to settle down and getting into that mindset. That's why the album ends with Bound 2, because it's representative of him uh, starting to switch his lifestyle, right? And then the life of Pablo explores what it means to be married and be a dad and to give up that lifestyle and to settle down into family and choosing, like actively choosing family and what that means for him. So you're seeing with all of these albums, Kanye really reflect on immediate events. And with Jesus is King coming out in October of 2019, like he was already trying to put out an album by july of 2020 i honestly don't know if enough had happened uh between the one album and the other for him to really comment or go through the same kind of process that he goes through like, i don't know what he was looking to say that's personal because i don't know what he had really gone through in that time that was as personal and the election stuff was a big deal right and we know that kanye had scrapped love everybody which was going to be his post life of pablo going through a lot of what he went through in 2017 well especially the end of 2016 uh with his mental health uh, diagnosis and hospitalization into 2017 and just reflecting on where he was at in his life where he's at with his health uh society and then after TMZ, he scraps all of that and makes an album in response to TMZ. So I would say that the presidential campaign definitely could have been something that was monumental enough and personal enough for him to then reflect on and create an album and craft an album to. But you could also imagine him wanting more than three weeks. But then if this divorce stuff with Kim is also true, you could see how that is way bigger of a deal in terms of uh, Kanye's life than anything else that's happened in the most recent years and how that would then affect his music-making process. And does that mean he's going to address that and look to write to that? Is he going to need to step away and wait for that to play out more before he starts making an album? Or is each next event in his relationship with Kim going to reshape the album and just keep causing it to be delayed? I don't know, but it makes sense to me that the album's not the same. And it makes sense to me why Kanye might be struggling with trying to figure out what this album is, because he might just be struggling in general with figuring out what he wants to 
say what he's been going through reflecting on this period of time and trying to find what the arc of this period is what's the main thing that this album's going to be about if it's not god's country if it's not donda what is it what does that mean to him so i wonder if kanye is just kind of in a little bit of a a flux and that's why this album seems to be a little more all over the place than some of the last few albums but We'll see. Uh, that's it with me going over all of this stuff. Uh, lastly, you can see there's a GoFundMe for a family in need. Uh, help a rip. So a member of our community, one of the nicest people I've ever met online, a rip 1010, just went through a fire in their house, destroying their whole kitchen and sadly taking the life of a beloved cat, Primo. I'm sharing the GoFundMe so we as a community can support a fellow fan. So yeah, we've donated to worse group buys before. Yeah, that's very true. If you're looking to help a fellow Kanye fan out, somebody that is part of the community, an active part of the community, there's a link down in the description where you can go to the GoFundMe and help uh, ARIP1010's family uh, deal with this house fire. So it's always a nice opportunity to be able to give back in that way. And I'm sure a dollar, $5, $10, anything more will mean a lot to the family and just show some support. So. Uh, that's it for this video and if you're enjoying the channel and you want to support us the easiest way is to like subscribe or comment as any of those things tell youtube this is a channel people are engaging with and enjoying and then they show it to others which helps us grow we're getting closer and closer to that 10k mark so that means a lot and we also have our podcast watching the throne a lyrical analysis of kanye west that is the deepest deep dive into Kanye's lyricism and the themes and meanings of his albums. So you can check that out anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Uh, we had had most of the show only available on Patreon with only a few seasons and lyrical analyses uh, free for everybody. But on February 1st, that's changing. The whole show will be available for free once again on all platforms. So Hope you look forward to listening to all of that. And if you haven't heard our analysis of College Dropout, Late Registration, Jesus is King, Yay, Kids See Ghosts, you can look forward to all of that being live when you join. Uh, and we're re-recording our seasons on Graduation, 808s and Heartbreak, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So you can also look forward to all of that uh, hitting the feed soon. So that's it for today. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Cheers.